Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome to Fitness Disrupted, a production of iHeartRadio. I am Tom Holland, and this is Fitness Disrupted. How I lose 20 pounds for race day. Yes, sometimes it's a little more, sometimes it's a little less, but in the past few years as I continue to race, that is generally how much weight I tend to lose prior to race day. And inevitably, people want to know how. (laughs) So that is what today's show is about. And this is rare that I do an N equals one, especially me being the one subject, but this is how we learn. I often talk about how Fitness Disrupted is about several different types of shows. The shows with the experts, Dr. Daniel Lieberman from Harvard, Dr. Schoenfeld, Dr. Olson, and we get the science. And then I have people who have done it. And today, today is more an example of here's how one person does it. Now, will everything I say apply to you? No, but most of it will. Most of it will. I'm not going to waste your time. So the techniques, the things I do to lose these 20 pounds for race day are absolutely things you can do as well. And I'm going to talk about all the different things that I have learned throughout that process as well. So for those of you who are maybe listening for the first time, I often talk about how I race and have raced for decades. I always wanted to be walking the walk as well as talking the talk. So Many marathons, many ultra marathons, well, not many, but a handful, and many triathlons, including more than two dozen Ironman triathlons all over the world. 
And back when I was first starting, it was just to finish. It was just to finish. That's should be the primary goal of most people who are doing an event like that for the first time. And then I realized I was pretty good at this. I was genetically predisposed to, to do the endurance races. And so the goals got loftier and loftier. And as they got loftier, I said, because it's about science as well, I wanted to go get my VO2 max tested. So topic for another show, but I went into a laboratory and I did a bike test. I did a treadmill test to see what my heart rate zones were, my power zones, my efficiency, many things like that. So I could utilize this data to go faster. And it was a great PhD Ironman guy himself who, who ran the tests and such a great experience at Adelphi University. And a bunch of the kids who were in the, the program at the time were the ones who helped administer the tests and would yell at me to go harder. And it's a challenging test. But when I was getting my data, so you do the tests, takes all day. You bike and you run as hard as you can progressively. And you wear a, a mask and you get blood samples taken. Very cool process. But the short of it was this. And I bring it up because... When you sit down, when I sat down with the, the gentleman who administered the test and he went through the data and read, said, here's what your efficiency is, here I, how I think you can improve. Here's what, I, here's what your numbers are and here's what you need to do to make them better. And one of the top things that he wrote right on the data, right on the test results was lose muscle, basically lose weight. And as I was taking the test, he was saying it as well. He said, you have to stop lifting so many, you know, doing so much strength training. Now, at the time, I was coming off the natural bodybuilding phase of years prior, so I was bigger than most triathletes. We'll leave it at that. So I had a significant amount of, of muscle tissue, and muscle tissue weighs a significant amount. You, know, you can look at someone who's like me, shorter with muscle, and we generally weigh way more than we look because muscle does weigh more. Uh, given the space, I should say. It's always, you know, a pound is a pound, obviously. Uh, the amount of space it takes up versus fat. But that was one of the main takeaways. He's like, Tom, if you want to go faster, you need to race lighter. And so that stuck with me. And as I studied and, and, and learned more and coached more, and it's a very, very, very simple concept. The lighter you are, generally speaking, the faster you go. Now, there are you know, certain uh, things that contradict that. But generally speaking, again, the lighter you are, the faster you go. Look at cyclists, uh, super light. Look at the top guys at the front of a marathon, you know, 138 pounds and, and 5'10". And by the way, those of you who think that shorter legs, uh, the shorter you are, or well, it's both, I got, you can't go fast because you're too short. And I got the opposite. You go fast because you're short. It's, it's the number of times your feet hit the ground. That's, that's how fast you go, generally speaking. Uh, so height doesn't really matter. Um, but, but weight does. You, you know, 200 pounds, pushing that or pushing 160, especially at the same height, you don't have to have a master's degree to understand and to realize and to know who's going to go faster given everything else being equal. All right, let's take a quick break, and then we're going to get right into it. So he told me, you got to get lighter. And I have this constant back and forth because my business isn't one where I can be light all the time. I actually, for ego reasons and for videos and, and different things I've done over the years, 
I've had to keep some muscle on. So I have to put it on, have to take it off. And I have learned so much about both. Today is about how I lose that muscle, lose that weight, a little bit more body fat as well for race day. Quick break. We'll be right back. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day smart metabolic burn by brain md can kickstart your metabolism fight stubborn body fat especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey right now save over 30 percent on smart metabolic burn at getsmartburn.com the lowest price anywhere that's getsmartburn.com don't delay transform your life with smart metabolic burn from brain md these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration our products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease right here right now find your beautiful new floor at right rug flooring choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee visit rightrug.com that's r-i-t-e-r-u-g.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you 24-month financing is available with approved credit for 90 years we've been right here right now Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. How I lose weight for race day. That is the topic of today. And yes, as I said at the in the intro, this is a N equals one, which means one subject. But when you hear the tips and, and the techniques I use, they're, they're pretty applicable to just about all of you out there. So that was where I started from. That's that's what really, you know, hit, hit, you know, hammered home, I'm trying to say, the notion for me getting tested, having the researcher tell me you got to lose weight. You, you want to race as light as possible. All right. So let me say this as well, though. For those people who are competing, there's a fine line. You can't be too light. And I've made that mistake. Uh, topic for another day. But this is all about how. I lose the weight. So first and foremost, the most important way, the only real thing that is going to get me 
to that weight is having a powerful goal. Is having a goal so important to me that I'm willing to do what it's going to take to get there. And that's why for so many people, weight loss is so challenging because it's just about weight loss. And this is why I I so often talk about having a goal that is outside just weight loss, where weight loss is a component of attaining that goal. Without this number one thing, the goal, the powerful goal, It is really, really, really hard to lose that weight. So you got to find that goal. What is that? What is it? That's why when I was a personal trainer, having, you know, a client, a a new client come in or or a a potential client and finding out it was a woman who was getting married, that is a super powerful goal for so many women. Not men. (laughs) I always said that's a real sexist thing that men couldn't care less for the most part. They don't care. We don't care for our wedding. I I never in all my years of being a personal trainer had a guy come to me and say, I want to buy 50 sessions because I'm getting married. But it was women. And it's an example of a super powerful goal. Now, most of us can't just say, I'm going to go get married and that's how I'm going to lose the weight. But my point is, if you can find something and, and obviously an event that's physical in nature is a perfect one. And I often throw out the charity aspect to it. I coached a phenomenal charity for a decade, cancer charity, and one of the most rewarding things, and we had events, whether it was a stair climb or a a, a walk or 5K, 10K, whatever it was, all of these fitness-related events that also had a charity aspect to it. Now you're, you're, you're hitting everything you need to hit, checking every box. If weight loss is your goal, and then you add a fitness component, and then you do it for something even bigger than yourself. That is why having an event like that when it comes to weight loss is so powerful. And so many of the clients I worked with over the years who wanted to lose weight, that is why we found an event for them to shoot for, to train for, to take their focus off of the weight loss. And then when event day showed up, finally arrived, they'd hit that weight loss goal. Oftentimes exceeded it. Because they had a focus, a drive, a motivator that got them there. And so let me say this about that goal. You need to be as financially invested as possible. When I did my first Ironman triathlon, I had no money. I was just starting out as a personal trainer. Luckily, I had a credit card, scared the heck out of me. And I charged that bike and I charged that trip. New Zealand and a bike, money I didn't have. Here's the thing. I was darn well going to train, even though I didn't know much about training. There wasn't even that much information then. But I was going to, I was going to do it. I was going to get to that finish line. I was going to do whatever it took because there's no way I was going to throw away this money that I didn't even have. I was darn well going to achieve that goal because I was so financially invested in it. If someone gives you a piece of exercise equipment, you are so less likely to use it than if you spend a significant amount of money. It's not a guarantee, as we all know, but you are way more likely to do it. 
So again, if weight loss is your goal, and now I'm talking pure weight loss, which goes against most of my shows, but there's a time and a place and a reason and a way to do it. And that's what today's episode is about. But now we're just talking pure weight loss. Calories in, calories out. And let me say one final thing about this goal that hopefully you can find for yourself if that is your goal is, is to change the number on that scale. And especially the more significant you want to change the number on the scale, having a goal, an event is huge. Now, here is the new world that didn't exist when I first started in fitness. That event can be you just making it an event and putting it out there in social media or wherever it needs to be. So in other words, you can use social media literally as your event. Because I wrote in many of my books on triathlon and running that when you sign up for an event, tell 10 of your friends, 20 of your friends, 30 of your friends, friends and family, and make darn sure it's people, at least some, that you would rather die than not achieve that goal and let them say, eh, I knew you weren't going to do it. So in other words, you see this all the time on Instagram. People say, I'm going to do this goal. I've got a goal to, and again, I'm not a huge fan of having the goal only be weight loss. But if that's all you have, then you use whatever tools you have at your disposal to help you get there. And yes, we are healthier at our healthiest weight. If today's issues with what's going on with COVID doesn't hammer that home finally for everybody, I don't know what will. But social media friends, post it everywhere. And ideally, you have that event. You go, I'm going to do... This 20-mile walk, one of the greatest events I brought clients to years ago was in Big Sur, and they had a 20-mile walk along the coastline. Amazing. It was such a smart event. Not a run, a walk. Took all day for most people, but it was an amazing event, and people trained for it, and just phenomenal and unique. So you find that event, and then you talk the hell out of it to the point where people start to get annoyed. Because it's about health and it's about motivation. So you want to be financially motivated and you want to be as psychologically invested in that goal as well. Back when I was doing just about everything in fitness, I did the natural bodybuilding I've talked about. One of the strangest (laughs) year and a half about of my life, year and a half, two years maybe. Uh, But I learned so much. But here's the thing. I was going to get on stage in a Speedo, that was motivation enough to do what it took. And and natural bodybuilding, bodybuilding in general, so extreme. And, you know, I was drinking distilled water instead of regular water. People go, why? I go, because you just did. (laughs) But I learned, and the investing in the psychological realization that I was going to get up in front of a crowd next to naked, darn well got me to the gym. And darn well helped with my eating plan. All right? So your goal, your your event, your thing, you want to be as invested financially and psychologically as possible. Tie something into that weight loss goal. Enough about that. All right? And as I was saying, it's challenging. It's challenging for me personally. It's challenging for everybody. But given what I do, you know, I do videos. I do photo shoots. I'm a... 
I like to have muscle. I don't want to be super, super skinny. But the skinnier I am on race day, the faster I go. So I'm going to put the muscle on. I'm going to take it off. And that's what's so interesting. And I'll, and I'll get to this. When people talk about losing muscle and how much cardio and the bodybuilders who only do 10 minutes on the treadmill walking because they don't want to lose muscle. I am living proof that it is really hard to do. It is really... I, I do marathons, I do ultras, I do Ironman, and it's really hard to do. So 10 minutes, uh, getting, we could get into the whole substrate, energy utilization, proteins, fats, carbs. It's just a myth. It's a myth. Um, so, yeah. So I need to lose body fat and I need to lose muscle. Okay? And so I have to take a several-pronged approach. So one thing I do that you aren't necessarily going to do, but I'm going to give you all of the things so you know exactly how I am getting there. Because far too often in fitness, these people aren't telling you really important parts of their, <laughs> of their program. And so part of my program is I still strength train, but I stop the more vanity moves, right? The, the bench presses, dumbbell bench press, the, the massive you know, number of push-ups. So I'm going to totally change my strength training to focus on the event I'm doing, the run or the triathlon, to keep me strong. But I'm not going to lift for hypertrophy. Hypertrophy is the scientific term for getting big. I'm going to lift for injury prevention, for a little bit of strength while running and speed. But it's a total shift. It is a total, totally different workout. And that's super important. And so when Dr. Otto is his name at Adelphi said, you got to stop st strength training. I was like, well, no, I understand what you're saying. I'm going to stop doing the hypertrophy type of exercises. So that's where I start to lose muscle. And that's tough on the ego. <laughs> Always honest. But it's necessary. So the strength training changes. Lighter weights, more band work, more body weight work, more repetitions, less weight less exercises. So it's, again, it's about going faster. It's about being lighter and it's about being as strong as possible as I can to do those things. So just know that I'm still strength training, but I'm changing what I do. So again, something that you might not be doing given your goals, but you might. So strength training still exists. It's just different. All right. And then I got to get rid of the body fat. So I generally have an off season. I've talked about that. These, you know, memes, there is no off season. Yeah, there is. And professional athletes have them and you should have them. You can't hammer all the time and be healthy. You need to rest and recover. And part of that off season for me doesn't mean I'm not working out. Doesn't mean I'm gaining 50 pounds, but I gain, you know, out of that 20 pounds I'm going to lose for the race. There's probably five to 10 that are, that's body fat. 10 might be pushing it, but on a good winter, give me two months, that could be that much. So it's, it's partially the muscle I talked about changing the routine. And then yes, I have to clean up what I eat. So if I'm going 70, 30, even 80, 20 in the off season, and it's probably more 70, 30, if I'm gaining that, those couple extra pounds as well, now it's got to be 90, 10. So I have to tweak it a little bit more. And this comes to a second essential component of losing weight. If that's your goal, constantly, <laughs> you know, uh, bring that up. Gotta be honest about what you eat. You gotta be honest. And that's the thing. 
the, the, the scale, your results will tell if you're being honest. And when your goals are so lofty, you're going to be more honest when you're invested that much. So you got to be honest. You got to take a look at what you do. And bodybuilding taught me that. I didn't realize how much I snacked. I didn't realize how many BLTs I was doing throughout the day, bites, licks, and tastes. So when you're truly going 90-10, when you really want to, uh, to lose some weight, and listen, I should also say, if your goal is to lose 10 pounds or, you know, just less than, then it doesn't have to be a super lofty goal. You just have to clean it up is the point. You have to, yes, eat a little bit healthier is the point. And so for me, because I need to lose that 20 pounds, I need to tweak it. I need to be honest. I need to take out those, more of those cheats that I'm doing throughout the day. And the cheats, not even the right word. I need to eat even more healthy foods. So how do you do that? You eat the same foods, generally speaking. I've talked about this on so many other shows and, you know, the studies show that. And by the way, I'm going to give you some studies in this episode as well, but it's going to be about weighing yourself, which I'm getting to. All right. So you need to control your environment. You need to eat primarily the same foods. So if you have too many varied foods, you don't know how many calories you're getting in. So people who lose weight and maintain that weight loss generally control what they eat and eat the same types of foods, the same foods. They get the same sandwich from the same place or the same salad, you know, numerous times throughout the week. And I'm living proof of that as well. So I've talked about how I'll have three different breakfasts that I will rotate. And I, even when I am losing 20 pounds for a race, I am still eating five to six meals a day. It's so important. Weight loss doesn't come from an empty plate. Weight loss comes from fueling yourself just perfectly, or not perfectly, but perfectly for your goals. And you have to eat. And here's the thing. I am exercising more, so that's where part of the weight loss obviously comes from. I'm expending more. I'm taking in less. So it becomes utterly crucial that what I eat is enough because I need to fuel those longer runs. I need to fuel those, you know, sometimes three, four workouts a day. So this is why when we talk about intermittent fasting, we talk about dieting and and deprivation and not eating. It's not the way to do it, in my opinion and experience. So you control your environment. I need to have the foods I need right there in my kitchen, ready to go, as convenient as possible. So you figure that out for you. You buy in bulk whenever possible. My go-to protein shakes, I'm going to get three cases. And when I'm down to one case, I'm ordering another one. Amazon, one of the greatest things for us. And in two days or the next day, I've got what I need. So you need to figure out the foods, and I will give you some examples, but it's different for everybody, that you are going to eat the healthy five to six meals a day, as I talk about so frequently, healthy carbs, healthy proteins. I'll jump right ahead a little bit. So for me, that's oatmeal, that's still fruits, eggs, fish, chicken. Yes, I'm going to do some protein powder. Yes, I'm going to do some pre-made protein shakes. I'm going to eat less cookies. Yes, I have cookies every now and again. Yes, I, I, I have, you know, sweets. So that's where the 10% comes from. If I'm 80-20, I'm always eating what I just said. I always have oatmeal and fruits and eggs. 
I am just going to cut back on that 20 a little bit. And that's where the honesty comes in, everybody. You still have it. You just don't have as much. I don't cut alcohol out completely. I just have a little bit less throughout, you know, maybe one glass less. If I'm doing two or three on a longer weekend night, then it's one less. Over time, that adds up. So it's not a dramatic change. And that's why it's so shocking for people because they still see me eating pretty much the way I always did. I'm exercising that little bit more for me because I'm already exercising a lot. So people go, oh, well, you're doing, no, it's, it's, yes, it's more, but it's not exponentially more. And I'm taking in a little bit less of the bad stuff. Okay. And by bad, I mean, again, wrong term, you know, less healthy, more calorically dense. Um, And that's super important to know. You have to give it time. You have to give it time. You know what? We're going to take one more break, and then we're going to get right into the final bunch of points on how I do it. And this is, again, this is how I do it. But it's also what I used with all of my clients back when I was working with them. The event goal, cleaning up the diet a little bit, figuring out what foods work for them, making sure their homes were stocked with it so they didn't not have that right in front of them and ready to go when they needed it. All right, one final break. When we come back, I'm going to bring this all home. We'll be right back. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. 
You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Talking all about how to lose weight, if that is your goal, and for so many people it is, and I'm just using myself as an example today because, hey, people ask, and you can learn from me as we can learn from everybody. And and that, as I've said before, for me, is one of the most powerful ways is to follow someone who's done it. That's how I achieved just about everything in my career. I saw someone who had achieved what I wanted in the industry and I I studied what they did and and I followed that. I didn't do it 100% exactly the way they did. I tweaked it a little bit. And that's what you will do with the information I give you about how I lose weight for my races. But let me reiterate real quickly. You need that big goal. You got to be invested. If if it's not that big a deal to you, you're not going to do it. You got to be honest about what you're eating. You got to really sit back and go, what passes through, you know, through my lips every single time. You got to be aware of that. You got to control your environment. And generally speaking, that means eating the same foods, but you're going to find six, 10, 15 different meals that you rotate throughout that five to six meals. And what I was alluding to before the break is the perfect thing about an event goal is it gives you time. So I don't care about weight loss in a week or two weeks. All that matters is that long-term goal that by race day, I've achieved that goal. So generally speaking, it's perfect because let's say you're taking three, four months to train for an event. It's awesome. 12 weeks, 16 weeks. Let's do the math. What do generally speaking fitness professionals say about weight loss? One to two pounds a week. Math starts to get clearer here, doesn't it? So if I'm training for an event that's four months off, 16 weeks away, my goal is one to two pounds a week. Now, two pounds will give me, get me way above my goal. One pound, plus or minus, that's 16, 16 weeks, 16 pounds. So some weeks it's going to be a little bit more, some weeks it's going to be a little bit less. And by event day, I am there. So time, you got to give it time. You got to give it time. And this is the final, if you said three things, four things, you got to invest in that goal as we talked about. You got to control your environment. You got to give it time. And then, and here's where the studies are going to come in. This is interesting. A long way around to get to this, but I weigh myself. I start, I don't weigh myself unless I'm getting ready for an event. I don't. I know what I eat. I know when I'm heavier. (laughs) I can see it in the mirror. I can feel it. And that's what's always amazed me about uh, weight. There is a difference between body fat and muscle when it's on the scale. And the more you know your body, the more you'll know that. But the scale is a tool. And it can be a very powerful tool. And as the saying goes, you can't measure it, you can't manage it. And so this is something, I love talking about things where I kind of have a problem with the majority of the research. So for so many years, 
and I'll get to this, uh, uh, three studies to support this. They say, the studies show people who weigh themselves more frequently lose more weight. And I'll give you those studies shortly. And I always fought that because if a pound is 3,500 calories and you're going to lose one pound a week, one to two, that scale's not going to move very much every day. I should qualify that. It's not going to move very much with the fat loss. It's actually going to move a lot based on water retention and a whole host of other things that aren't going to show the body fat, which is why you generally want a better scale and use body fat as a, as a, as a metric as well. But if you weigh yourself every day, they're going to be tiny changes in what you actually did and big changes in things that aren't really related to your weight loss. So this is a really interesting topic. And I would say this is why I am different than most people is I'll tell you when in my experience and, and what I, I kind of have a problem with the research, but I believe it and it works for most people and it works for me when I train for an event. But here's how I do it. Okay. I have a Wi-Fi scale. So they have just incredible scales. Now you get on the scale, you weigh yourself, you see the numbers on the scale, but it also goes to your phone. It goes to an app. And so it's right there. You don't have to write anything down. And it's an amazing way to see your numbers and, and you get the body fat. You can get so many different metrics. And yes, it's not perfectly accurate, but who cares? The goal is to decrease it. I don't, I don't start a, a weight loss program for an event and, and say, I want to be X body fat. I just, I, I want to get down that, the weight period. So it's not a specific. My body's going to tell me is, is the bottom line uh, when it's healthiest. I've learned that a little more high level stuff, but my point is you don't pick an arbitrary number necessarily. It's just that weight loss goal and one to two pounds. And that is going to get you there and getting a little healthier, right? So I get on the scale every morning, but I don't always look at it. I want a record of it. So my advice used to be to weigh yourself once a week. And that is what some people do. And it works for them. And that's what the research will show as well. But by and large, you want to weigh yourself every day is what the research is showing. Let me jump right to it instead of talking about it. All right. Studies real quickly because we, we got to have the studies here. First study, the title is The Impact of Regular Self-Weighing on Weight Management, a Systematic Literature Review. It's awesome, right? They're looking at numerous studies on people weighing themselves and, and how it affects weight management. And this was in the International Journal of Behavioral Nutrition and Physical Activity 2008, November. All right. And just a systematic a review of the literature. They looked at 12 studies and findings from 11 of the 12 indicated that more frequent self-weighing was associated with greater weight loss or weight gain prevention. Specifically, individuals who reported self-weighing weekly or daily, typically over a period of several months, held a one to three kilogram uh, advantage over individuals who did not. And not a huge amount of weight, but it's, it's something, right? And so their conclusion was, uh, based on the consistency of the evidence reviewed, frequent self-weighing at the very least seemed to be a good predictor of moderate weight loss, less weight regain, or the avoidance of initial weight gain in adults. Uh, but they did say other open questions to be pursued include the optimal dose of self-weighing. And that's what, you know, we're talking about. Do you weigh yourself every day, once a week? It's what works for you. We'll come back to that. Second study, self-weighing in weight gain prevention and weight loss trials. And this was the Annals of Behavioral Medicine, 2005, December. 
purpose of this study was to determine whether more frequent self-weighing had a positive influence on weight loss or weight gain prevention. And they looked at uh, two groups, uh, just over 1,200 uh, who were enrolled in a weight gain prevention trial and 1,800 adults who were in a weight loss trial. The conclusion, the same thing. Results support the idea that daily weighing is valuable to individuals trying to lose weight or prevent weight gain. And the final study is frequent self-weighing associated with poor body satisfaction findings from a phone-based weight loss trial. So different kind of a study here. They were calling people up, and this was in the Journal of Nutrition, Education, and Behavior, November 2009. And the objective, pretty close to the other two, to examine the effect of self-weighing frequency on weight change and body satisfaction. So they were also looking at that. And the observational study found uh, that from a six-month randomized controlled telephone-based weight loss trial, participants who increased their frequency of self-weighing over that trial period, six months, demonstrated significantly better weight loss outcomes than those who maintained or decreased their frequency of self-weighing. Okay, long way around. But the scale I use. So again, we're talking about me, (laughs) which is weird, even though, yes, I know many people are like, oh, you know, we're all going to learn from each other. I learn from my clients. You're going to take certain things that I do to get that weight loss because, you know, I I get the question all the time. People will see me go, holy cow, how do you do this? For every race, you're losing, you know, this weight. The scale for me is one thing. It's in my bathroom all the time, but I don't get on it, generally speaking, unless I'm training for that race. And so, again, I get on it. And here's how I used to do it. I get on it and I go, I would know that I had done two more workouts than normal and eaten a little better. And I would get on it and it would say I was one pound. As soon as I saw that number click up one, one pound over from the day before, I jump off. <laughs> jump off. So now what I do is I get on it. Sometimes I look at it. Most often I don't. And I look at it once a week at that number. And I'll open up the app to do that or I will look at the number on the scale. So my point is this. It's different for everyone. The scale is a tool, whether you use it every day, as I know many of my clients did to great success, or you do it once a week, as I do, generally that's the number I look at, and with success, or you don't do it at all. Some people don't need it at all, and, and that's fine too, but it's a tool. It's a tool I use, and it's, and it's powerful for me, and then I love seeing that number go down in the chart, and let me say this. My experience has been having done this many times now successfully. You don't lose, uh, I don't lose weight right away. And then I lose some and then it plateaus. That's where people get in trouble. And then it drops precipitously. So it takes time. And so there are peaks and there are valleys, right? So you lose it, you plateau, you lose it. It's different for everyone based again on what you're doing, but just know that that plateau, I see it all the time, but I don't get down on myself. And as I bring this to a close, this is where the honesty comes in. And this is why when I get on that scale, let's say I just did a two hour run the day prior and I know that I took in fewer calories and I get on that scale and it either doesn't have, it's the same weight or even up. I know that that's fluid retention or something. But I know what I did the day before, and I know that I'm on track. 
And this is the higher level stuff that you have to wrap your head around. When you know you expended more energy and you know you took in and ate cleaner, to use that term, I don't care what that number on the scale is the next day. I'm going to track it and I'm going to get off and I'm going to get back on the next day and I'm going to stick with my program. And that's why when you only use the scale, you can run into trouble. But you're going to figure out what you need, how you're going to use that scale to help you with your goals. And for me, I love at the end of a month, I'm generally not, you know, yes, I'll look at it once a week for the most part, but it's truly the end of the month. Give me four weeks. And then I want to see that five to six to eight pounds or more. And give me that second month where the true change happens. And then that third month, but I'm going to give it months. I'm not going to freak out about what happens daily because I know, and you have to know when you are doing more exercise and when you are cleaning up what you eat, it's going to happen, not necessarily in a 24-hour window. And that's where you can run into problems, all right? So that's how I use the scale and the app, and I love doing it. I love doing it. It teaches me so much. It keeps me on track as well. And I love seeing, you know, the day before my event, that chart. It's super motivating. And that's how we use technology to help motivate us. And let me kind of finish with that. So one final way, and it goes back to the investing financially, but also psychologically, in your weight loss goal, is invest in gear, motivating things that help get you there. You know, for triathletes, it's, it's bikes and swim gear and, and all that kind of fun stuff and, and technology. But if you're just, you know, trying to drop that weight, it can be clothing, workout clothing, stuff you feel you look good in and, and feels good to you. And maybe it's the Wi-Fi scale I just talked about. Maybe it's a fitness tracker, a watch, a step tracker counter. Maybe it's a new piece of exercise equipment. But you need those tools to help A, get you to that, to that goal, and, and B, to motivate you. You go, oh, I just bought this, you know, these new pair of shoes. I'm excited to try them out. And I think they look cool. <laughs> so it's all connected. It's all connected. And you can do it. You can do it. And let me say this. You know, I have to say this because I've had people say to me, and many of you are probably thinking it right now. It's not healthy. It's not healthy for you to do that yo-yo weight loss type thing. It's different. Okay, so it's not, it, it, it's a lot of muscle. It's a lot of muscle. It's not the unhealthy fat around, you know, my, my organs that we're talking about here. So I would rather be able to stay one weight and not put on as much muscle and not have to lose that for the race but my goals were pretty lofty to run a sub three hour marathon to do an Ironman in under 10 hours, you know, so I have to lose more muscle than I would want to those guys. And the guys in front of me, if I could lose more muscle, I'd be even faster. So I can't even lose everything I want. And it's actually, again, challenging. 
because it is hard to lose muscle. And that is one thing I can't stress enough. Uh, when you truly get there, it's great news. And, and let me say this. It comes back so quickly. It's an amazing thing. People used to say, you know, they, they would see me two weeks after an event and I would go right back to that workout routine. I told you I would change the hypertrophy and the muscle memory is phenomenal. Yes, I'm an experiment of one. Yes, everyone will not have the results that I do, but, but pretty darn close if you do most of the same things. We all have different genetics, obviously, different body types, but we also have, you know, if you lift weights, if you eat your protein, you're going to have some incredible results as well. So, you know, I'd rather not have to lose that weight and do that, but it, it ties into everything I do and it helps me to help you because I learn about eating clean. I learn about the behavior modifications I need to make. But you got to give it time. You have to know that it's the frequency of the workouts that matter. And know that I wake up in the middle of the night when I'm going through this, 3 a.m., and I'm starving, and I go downstairs, and sometimes I get, you know, five donuts or five cookies or whatever it is. And then I'm annoyed, <laughs> but because I ate so well that day, so I undershot it. In other words, I didn't eat enough healthy foods. And so that's how we'll wrap it up here. It's not about deprivation. It's about eating as much of the healthy stuff as our bodies need. And yes, I'm training, you know, for some pretty extreme events oftentimes, but that's even more reason that I can't afford to not eat. And just think of yourself, you're training for life. You need to fuel your body. So, you know, the, the approach to, like, I have to, use, you know, use intermittent fasting as the example. It's not about not eating to me. It's about finding the foods that work for you, filling your house with them, putting them in eyesight. So whenever you're hungry, and that's one thing, when I wake up at 3 a.m., I have to find whether it's, that's generally going to be like a, a protein bar, hopefully, and it changes for different events that I can grab right away. You know, I wander downstairs half asleep and boom, I've got it ready to go. I thought ahead. I'm controlling my environment. I'm being honest. And I'm controlling my environment so that when that 3 a.m., like a baby, I wake up hungry, starving because I didn't eat enough healthy food that day before. And then I have to rethink and add to that. And it's, it's a constant experimentation, everybody. But it's a fun experimentation when you're eating healthy foods and exercising. There's no failure. But you can do all these things. So I hope that helps a little bit. But it goes back to, and let me give you the annoying response I give people when they ask me, oh my gosh, how did you, how are you losing this weight for your race? And the short answer I give to my friends just to torture them is, I got this crazy great new plan. They go, what is it? And I go, I'm exercising more and I'm eating less. And at the end of the day, that's what it is. That's what it is. And eating Less of the 20% bad stuff, I should say. I'm eating more healthy foods, but that's the short answer I give. So it's all those things that I talked about that get me to that place. How do I get motivated to exercise more? Well, it's being invested in that goal. It's buying those fun things to keep me motivated. It's buying the scale. And how do I eat better, cleaner, not necessarily less? It's a little less. I'm just cutting back on 
some of that 20%. I'm eating more of the healthy stuff, which helps me cut back on that 20%. But my goal is such that it's okay. And then when I achieve it, I go back. There's no perfect. And that's why there is an off-season, depending on your goals. So there you have it. And once again, let me just throw out the foods. It's oatmeal is such a go-to for me for breakfast. Fruits, so much fruit. Lean sources of protein, the eggs, the fish, the chicken. I know many people are going vegan now and vegetarian. That's fine. Do what you want to do. Protein powders, I'll do that. Make my own. And oftentimes it's fruit in the protein powders. So it's the same foods. It's just a little bit cleaner. And let me say this, finally, (laughs) the final thing is I'm going to eat a little less protein. This is important, actually, to help lose the muscle. So if I'm normally doing 40 grams of protein in a protein shake, I'll cut down to like 20. Great final little technique that I use. So because I have to lose muscle, I'm going to change the, the routine. And I know the losing muscle isn't part of it for you, but I have to give you all the information because it wouldn't make sense. So my, my routine changes, so I'm not trying to build the muscle. And then I'm taking in a little less protein to help not build that extra muscle. So my workout routine and my nutrition plan support one another. I'm still eating the lean sources of protein. I'm just taking in a little less. There you have it. All right. So I hope that helps somewhat. I I get it so frequently from the people I am around and and that see on social media and they ask, you know, what are you doing? So it's more exercise. It's getting motivated. It's using the scale. It's filling my house even more with the healthy foods and controlling my environment and being honest. I've said it enough. Thank you for listening. Questions, comments. Tom H. Fit is my Instagram. Tom H. Fit is Twitter as well. If you haven't rated the show, please do so. Super helpful and super appreciative when you do. A lot of people reaching out, asking questions and, and giving feedback. I love it. So again, Tom H. Fit, both Instagram and Twitter. And you can go to fitnessdisrupted.com and email me right through the website. And please, if you're, you know, talking about the show or whatever on social media, if you use the hashtag fitness disrupted, I will see that as well. Thank you so much for listening and find, find an event, find something that gets you super excited. There's nothing better. There's nothing better. Challenge yourself, get out of your comfort zone. It's not just about weight loss. This was a tough show to do because the show was just about weight loss, but it's connected to that event. And for me, that's travel and that's experiences and that's challenging myself. And you should try to find those things that can connect in that way for you as well. Thank you so much for listening. I am Tom Holland, exercise physiologist, certified sports nutritionist. And remember, there are three things we all can control. What we put into our mouths, how much we move, and our attitudes. And that, my friends, is awesome. I am Tom Holland. This is Fitness Disrupted. Believe in yourself. Fitness Disrupted is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease right here right now find your beautiful new floor at right rug flooring choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee visit rightrug.com that's r-i-t-e-r-u-g.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you 24-month financing is available with approved credit for 90 years we've been right here right now Right Rug Flooring. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.